my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ our Lord. I remember when I was a young man, young boy actually, that the house had rules. And if these boundaries and these rules were broken, there was consequences. Being grounded was horrible for me. But they were given this to us to govern us, to guide us, to protect us, to give us a, 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 a space in which we can grow in a healthy manner. And as I got older, these boundaries didn't change. They, they, I grew, and, and the next thing and I knew it, I was driving a car, and there was boundaries that came with the car. It was a privilege, my dad said, to drive the family car. But if you do this or this or this that privilege can and will be removed. And that's what our gospel is about today. It's about boundaries and privileges and about what happens when we break those boundaries, when we overstep them. In our gospel, we heard today about Jesus telling this parable about the vineyard. And this whole parable began with Jesus being asked by the Jewish leaders, by what authority are you doing these things you do? And Jesus says, I will answer your question if you first answer mine. What baptisms was the baptism of John? Was it of heaven or of man? Well, they didn't answer because they knew we won. either way they were going to lose in their mind. So they said they don't know. And so Jesus says, neither am I going to answer you. And then he tells a parable about two sons. The first parable, or this parable, Jesus says there was an older son. And the older son was told to go out into the, out into the farm and work. And the son said, no, I don't want to, but later he would go. The second son, the father came up to and says, you need to go out into the field and work. And he says, sure, dad, I'll do it, but never went. And Jesus asked him, which of the two sons did the work of the father? And of course, they said the first one, the one who ended up going out and working. And Jesus says that tax, right after this, tax collectors and harlots will enter the kingdom of heaven before you. John the Baptist came in righteousness and the harlots and tax collectors followed and repented. But you, when you saw this, even when the harlots and tax collectors repented, you did not repent. Then he launches into the parable we heard today. This ancient parable that the word of God, Jesus, spoke hundreds of years ago by the prophet Isaiah, called the Vineyard Song. If you want, to, it's great reading. Fifth chapter of Isaiah, when you go home and you're sitting in your yard or at the beach, open up your, your Bible and read it. Jesus is talking about, he, uh, the, in this um, parable, that he put a hedge around this vineyard. In other words, to protect it from marauders and from animals. Planted a vineyard, put a wine press and a watchtower to protect it. He gave this garden everything it needed to grow. There was nothing lacking in it. 
The only thing that the owner of the vineyard said was, I just want my share of the grapes at harvest time. That's it. The rest is for yours to enjoy. And of course, that wasn't enough for those tenant farmers. When it was time for harvest time, they wanted it all. They overstepped their boundaries. They ill-treated the servants that were sent, stoning them, beating them, killing them. More were sent. Same thing happened until finally the owner says, I'm going to send my son. Surely they'll respect him. And of course they say, nope, that's the heir of the, thing, of, the guard, of the vineyard. We want it. We'll kill him. So they drug him outside and killed him. And then Jesus asked them this question, which causes them to damn themselves, if you will. What is the owner of the vineyard going to do when he comes? And they say, well, he's going to give those wretched tenant farmers a wretched end and lease it out to someone else who will give them harvest it. Uh, vintage at harvest time. They overstepped their bounds. And Jesus will say, right, uh, maybe three verses after this, maybe four verses after our gospel reading today about crushing of the stone, it, Jesus says that, or the gospel says that the Pharisees knew that Jesus was talking directly about them. Therefore, they wanted to apprehend him and kill him. This notion of boundaries is not new to Jesus' day. We go back to the Garden of Eden. There was a boundary, the Garden of Eden. We, you read it in Genesis. Everything was there that was needed for man to thrive. Nothing was lacking. They had a great privilege to live there. You could do all these things, but one thing you could not do and that was eat of the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil. But they threw the privilege out. They overstepped their boundaries, and they were taken out of the garden. Fast forward to the time when the kingdom of, uh, of uh, Israel was divided into the northern and southern kingdom, the northern kingdom of Israel, southern kingdom of Judah. The northern kingdom of Israel was not following the precepts of the law laid out by Moses, nor showing any charity at all to their fellow, those who are poor and sick and suffering. The prophets were sent, including Isaiah. And this, prof, this vineyard song was told to them about this vineyard. I will plant this vineyard for all of you. But what happened when I planted it? No one took care of it. No one did the work. The grapes turned to wild grapes. What am I going to do with that? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wipe it out, tear it all down. And what happened? Reflecting what happened, the Assyrians came and took away and destroyed the northern kingdom of, of Israel, never to return. Now we come to the southern kingdom a few hundred years later. They have the writings of Isaiah. They know these prophecies well of what happened in the north. That's only a few hundred years old. We remember our history that far back. The same thing happens. The prophets are told you this is the way you're supposed to live. They did not live with the privileges that they were given, following the laws and the precepts. So the Babylonians were allowed to come in and wipe them out. 
But God had a special heart for them and allowed some of them to come back and rebuild. And now we have the time that Jesus is standing there in their midst telling them that this whole time since the second building of the temple, you have created, this has been your vineyard. You were to do the work of God, to follow the law, and to show mercy and compassion to your neighbor. But you have not done it. You have not lifted a finger, Jesus would say, to, to help any one of them. You've just added more burden on them. And so this will be taken from you too. And we see in 70 AD that Jerusalem was completely destroyed. Now, we heard this gospel reading in our midst today. This vineyard song, once again, is for you and for I. We have been given a beautiful garden. We've been given the church with, with hedge around it, with the, the tenets of faith around us, of which to keep us safe. And the precepts of the law and the, of love and of kindness and of mercy and of forgiveness of how we're to live our lives, both for ourselves and how we're to treat our neighbors. What a great privilege we have been given. But what's going to happen when the Father comes this time, when He sends His Son this time? What answer will we have for Him? There is an Irish playwright who lived in the late 1800s, Oliver Wilde, and he wrote this kind of sad parable, really. Jesus was walking through the streets of a city, and he comes upon a young man, and he's eaten gluttonously, drinking wine. Just, he's just living that decadent life of you know, gluttony of food and drink. And, and he, he, Jesus comes up to him, young man, why are you living this way? And the young man looks at Jesus and says, I had leprosy, and you cured me. How else am I supposed to live? Jesus is walking on further. He sees a young woman, scattily dressed like some lady of the evening, if you will, a harlot. And next to him or near him was another young man. And the young man was looking at this, this woman with just lustful eyes. And Jesus comes up to this young man and says, young man, why are you doing this? Why are you living this way? And the young man says, I was blind and you healed me. How else am I supposed to see? Jesus turns to the woman and says, woman, why are you living this way? And she says, ah, you forgave me all my sins. How else am I supposed to live? These three people were given a great grace of God, a great gift. And they squandered it. They didn't follow the life of the one who had healed them. They didn't allow themselves to see with the eyes of Christ. They true chose to look through the eyes of flesh. We are going to be held accountable for the privileges that we have and for the blessings that we receive. When the Father comes, when he sends his son, 
to gather the grapes at harvest time. What is going to be our response when He stands before us?